1: Hey, Ben, do you remember when we used to start episodes like this? We're full of energy. Oh, my. Had blockbuster mentality. We talk about movies, TV shows, and all the stuff that we love, and we were super crazy, and every time there was a pause, someone was jumping in. Do you remember when we used to open the show like this and keep it mm-hmm. going for an hour and a half? Ben.
0: Yes, because even a millisecond of pause means that you don't know what you're doing, and we have to add it with uhs and ums, but that's okay, because there's no silence in the podcast. I don't want to hear what
1: people think, because now we just kind of open the show like, hey man, how you doing? What'd you watch?
0: You know, just chilling.
1: (laughs) Do you think we're too low energy? I don't know if it's low energy or not. I mean, I think we're... I think the engagement is there, but we—I just our approach has changed. And yeah, it's ever, changed. Ha, have you listened back to an old episode? I mean, it was kind of—it reminds me of if I don't know if you're a Jeopardy fan or whatever. But one time, um, around the time when Alex Trebek passed, they would play Jeopardy episodes from the '80s, and oh my god, I think everyone's
0: on cocaine. The speed oh, is just oh, crazy. they're just like. Uh, yes, I'm from uh, Wichita, Kansas, and I am a stockbroker, and I am really happy to be here. Alex, the, those people, or, or it, was was like, yeah, it was like Alex, the one that was. Uh, yeah, the, the game up. was
1: different, where anyone could buzz in and just answer before the question was answered, and all this stuff. And that that kind of used to be our approach. And I, I don't know, I don't know if one's better than the next,
0: but we're definitely. I don't think we're less. And maybe may less energy. I don't know. But we're our nu- just our numbers haven't gone down. So that's they're us. They you know, yeah. So that's that's good. Uh, speaking of coked up, I saw or <laughs> a <laughs> interview recently with Chris Farley like on Letterman. And like if I didn't read the comments, like I would have just thought, Oh, that's how he is, and then like you read it and he's like he's going like this and like he's like just so like <laughs> it's like wow, he is so coked up. And <laughs> It's crazy, like you just think it's like a movie thing, a TV thing, but no, these people were actually coped just on drugs up back then. Yeah. Like they were we just... were never. By the way, yeah, we were never on drugs. Oh, yes, no, we... alcohol. <laughs> alcohol was our drug of choice uh, on this podcast. It always has been. Always. Well, I won't say always will be. Maybe one of us will go sober uh, one time. I I did dry, dry dry January. I made it to January seventh seventh uh so um so i'm happy i'm happy oh, for that but i, now, I feel like this yeah. go ahead well i because you mentioned
1: far well i guess farley was coked up and who knows but there are certain i i think you notice this in performers robin williams is one i mean there was yes. clearly this is a it's not just a personality it's like a commitment to a personality um if that makes sense right because no definitely because if you're sitting there with well, I don't know how Robin Williams was if you were on his back porch and just drinking a wine. Maybe he was the same way. I don't know. Um, but even like, you know, Ryan, Re- I think of comedians like Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell. This is like an.
0: you have to be this person all the time. Right. You know? It's like expected of you now. Yeah. And it's it's got to put some sort of pressure on it and not to like not trying to speak highly of myself i I hate this (laughs) about myself but uh, like sometimes i've been i'm like super lively in social events and things and then like when i'm not like i feel like i'm letting people down so like i gotta turn it up and like and then by the when the night's over i come home and i just crash because i'm just like oh i need three months of no socializing because (laughs) yeah you want to be
1: alone right you right
0: yeah it's just like just leave me alone but I don't know if it's a narcissism thing. It's I'm sure that's part of it, but I don't know. Uh but again, not to compare myself to Robin Williams or Ryan Reynolds, no, but no, uh, you know, that I'd are much much worse. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm 100% uh worse, so we have that going. But I think it's 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 fitting to be high energy in this episode, because we are talking about a high energy film in yeah. this episode, which is a movie that came out back in March, I believe, of 2022, yeah. and it is flying with awards, and we're talking Oscars, it is everything everywhere, all at once, uh, actually April it came out, but... It is, whoo! This movie is crazy. It seems crazy. to be
1: odds-on favorite for most every everything, right? Yeah, that's
0: that is what it's looking like. This it, it seems like it's um, it's it's going to be between this. Uh, the Fablemans or the Banshees of Inishirin. That's uh, just statistically. I'm not talking merit or anything like that. Just statistically, the way the uh, other awards are going right now, it's it's going to be one of uh, those three films. Top Gun might be a dark horse. Uh, but uh, yeah. So um, are yeah, you've you... seen those other movies. You've seen I the have... Fablemans and Banshees. Yeah. I uh, have.
1: How just got where's we can just spoil what we think, what you think of these three movies, you know, where you would rate them. And I will say, I haven't seen the Fablemans. I watched the first 15 minutes
0: of Banshees. And I said, this just isn't for me. <laughs> Not for me. Not for me. Uh, so, so I have uh, them all in my top 10. I think I have uh Fablemans is the lower end of the top 10. And then I believe I had, huh I want to say Top Gun and then Banshees. Might have been the other way around, but the, the, those two are pretty high up on my list. Banshees, if you stick with it, it's 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 great. Um, uh, and of course, it goes it goes to Martin McDonough, which is the film uh, he directed was Three Billboards, which kind of made you fall out of love with uh, indie movies and all the Oscar stuff, uh, which we talked about uh, a couple. But of
1: I did ago. love. I did love parasite.
0: I was I was way in on
1: parasite. Uh I think that was the year after. Yeah. Um and then yeah. what was the I was I was also thinking of this one today. What what year was Roma? Because we I mean, I did not I thought that movie was completely overrated.
0: That <laughs> yeah, so that was 2000 that might have been the same year as 3 billboards. Okay. Um, but I love parasite. I was I was all in on that one when I saw it. Oh no, Roma came out the same year as Parasite, so okay. Parasite beat out Roma for Best Picture. So I think that's uh, well, one definitely a better film uh, in any event. I uh, so yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. Are you familiar with these directors? Dan Daniels is they call themselves. Not They're at both all. named Daniel. Uh, so they did the Swiss Army Man with Paul Dano and. Daniel Radcliffe which was in my top 10 I believe of 2016 it's so unique so out there so ridiculous but beautiful at the same time Uh, um so uh this I think is their follow up. If they've had a movie in between this uh, film, let me know, folks. But, so they've been um,
1: co-directing for a while.
0: Yeah. So yeah, they're essentially like you know the Russo brothers, Cohen okay. brothers, except they're not brothers. They're they're <laughs> just both named Dan. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is uh, this is another multiverse film. <laughs> uh, what uh, what what do you think the obsession right now is with multiverse? I don't like well because because well Marvel has a problem, uh, which is
1: they've been making these movies for what fifteen years, sixteen years, yeah, whatever. Whenever Iron Man came out, two thousand eight, uh, and so the actors age out and demand more money. One of the two, um, so we need to figure out a way to tr- to create different versions of the stories that we told, and then they did the End Game thing and so they and I think this is what happened with the comics which is you've got a core of great characters we told the story now we need to keep interest going on we know that the audience likes these characters so how can we create these different variants or different versions of them um, kind of a thing and I don't like multiverse stories at all you tell a story it's done um, and uh, I, th- I think I don't know if this movie is tapping into that coming up sentiment but what do yeah. you think? Well, no, so
0: this movie is is different. So, yeah, the concept of multiverse is, I guess, what I'm saying. Uh, the multiverse being brought up in these, you know, MCU franchise movies is almost like a cop-out to me of, oh, we can bring them back now because, yeah. you know, it's... <laughs> yeah, are you asking a different question than what I answered? No, no, no. Uh, you're No, not at all. I'm just... Okay. Well, why are we seeing it a... in entertainment? I mean... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know if this spawned off of because they're seeing it in Marvel now, but I don't think so because... Well, possibly, but also those comics... Well, the, the comics that happened happened many Yeah, weeks. that's true.
1: Yeah, but. Um, I mean, I think that's what—that's definitely why what we're seeing it. Marvel. Um, It's—I think it's something. It's an idea that is was more niche years ago. That's more in the public conscious consciousness now. In the last few years, this idea of branching realities—I think that's been there for a while. But I think people are kind of wrapping their heads around that idea a little bit more because um, we used to yeah. think of things like—and um, actually, an end game specifically call this out which who knows who's right or not but the idea of time travel to like back to the future i think they specifically mentioned it (laughs) Um, they did yeah yeah and i think that was kind of our perception of how time works you know the public perception now i think we've thought of things in a different way and this movie taps into that and it also taps into something completely universal i think which is what if i just said no to this one thing um, how would my life turn out? And I mean, yeah. that 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 is maybe the most the most uh, fundamental, or uh, the most human question t- to that human beings have been asking since
0: the beginning of human beings. Yeah, it's the whole butterfly effect thing. It's yeah. the yeah. What if I, I did this? How oh, that would have you know. <laughs> uh, Domino affected into you know all all this stuff, right? So um, is it a butterfly or is it things that exist so, like simultaneously? Well, uh, right. That, no, I, I guess that's- the, the I guess what what I'm answering to you is the the idea of the film because in this film, you know, she is looking back at a different life she could have had and she did have in these multiverses. So like if she said yes in this multiverse to her acting career it would have went this way if she said yeah. yes to her opera career it would have went this way you know and so forth so it, it it taps into those ideas but yeah the the idea of we can have multiverse where uh you have hot dog fingers and yeah. <laughs> you know um what's kind of interesting to me and i don't know if you feel the
1: same way is that it's, it seems like there's it seems like the characters themselves or their essential nature never actually changes. Does that make sense? So like all the characters all the characters we see in the movie although they may exist in different places they're fundamentally the same people they're just in different environments. Do you agree with that or no? Uh, yeah are you saying even by the end? Well that well I mean, through most of the movie, I mean, they, they, end, they end up having to make choices, but I think their essential nature is is fairly similar. Like, So, like, in, in a multiverse, Ben might be here doing a podcast with me, but in another version, he might have made a different decision in his life, and he's now a billionaire. But he's sure. kind of the same Ben, isn't he?
0: <sighs> yeah, so I think, yeah, fundamentally, you are – the same person, it just comes down to the choices you made, um, or just, I mean, that it's, it, yes, choices, but also just dumb luck, circumstance, etc. But yeah, well, let's let's sort of kind of walk through it, and I think that might help us, uh, <laughs> under understand it, uh, you know, because, um, well, first of all, I came to this movie a little later than most like it came out in April. I think I saw it in October or November. So like I I was late and I had already heard the hype and to me it lived up to the hype. I saw um, it last week. So <laughs> yeah. Uh did it live up to the hype for you?
1: Uh well yes and no. Okay. Uh, um because it was I think I I think in the early stages it was overhyped. Right. And now yeah. it's it I don't know. it's it's hard, it's hard to explain because now now it was I don't know. I don't know how to say it because it it was getting a lot of love. I remember hearing the the love, um, and and then now it's getting awards recognition. So is it overhyped? Is it not? I don't know. I well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to answer it. I don't know yeah. how to answer it. Yeah, I know. Because uh, it's a small but, budget movie, which is I will say maybe to its credit. I think I was up the budget. It's fifteen million dollars. This movie, I think what I think the strength of this movie. and I guess I'm going off a, tan- a tangent. Don't forget your point, but. This movie operates in a really interesting place, which is, it, it's a small budget film that apes as a fairly big budget film,
0: very much so. Yeah. If
1: you told me this movie cost a hundred hundred million dollars to make, I would I I would one hundred percent believe it. And I think it was only fifty million. So twenty twenty five, or was it? Yeah, twenty five million. But still, Sorry, very so small. Even if you told me it was one fifty, I'd probably still believe it. Yeah. Given the the actors in it and the way the film looked um, and really just the quality the one thing uh, the editing oh man the editing is just amazing and what it's I think I don't know how they got all the shots that they got to get in under budget, because there's, it feels like there's million, literally millions of shots in this film with all different costumes, all different settings, all every, the, just over and over and over again for however long the movie runs.
0: It's well, apparently the Vf VFX uh, artists they basically were Googling and doing tutorials on YouTube on different programs of so they special didn't even effects know what they to were do doing. yeah and that's what's amazing like that should give merit to awards not just yeah. like just the w- 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 people who you know weren't necessarily fully trained on it um it, it's, it's, just it's incredible yeah. yeah and yeah like you to, to your point 25 million dollar budget and made 104 in the box office but regardless of how much it made, $25 million budget, that's a small budget film nowadays. And the fact that That's nothing. Yeah. And the fact that they were able to do these incredible set pieces and just you know, just amazing like you said, the editing I think helps a lot with that. The editing is fantastic. Um yeah. If, you know, it's not Marvel
1: great. level, but it's not really that far off in terms of just being effective. A hundred
0: percent. Yeah. And yeah. No, nothing looks fake because even some Marvel films, it's just like, okay, yeah. Total CGI, <laughs> yes. total, you know, it's just like, um, it, well, cause uh, like even like uh, it's the simple things that I think are brilliant because like ex machina Remember that movie? Yeah, uh, that one best visual effects, and that was just was so simple, like just her mm-hmm. face, and then but like kind of her robot body. But it was like another small budget film, and that won. So like it's just incredible what what you don't need two hundred million dollars to to you know have those effects. Yeah, um,
1: you have a you have a, what's essentially a passion project. Is what you're describing to me, and the story being told, and you have people breaking their learning on the way, kind of a thing. It's not like you know we're contracting to X company, which you know bottom line demands eighty million dollars to do the effects. It's not what this is. It it
0: it feels like the way movies should be made. Yeah, hundred percent. What this movie Uh, is. So I mean, it it, it, you know has Michelle Yeoh in this. uh, Key key who. Juan I yeah. think that's how you pronounce it. Short, right. Yeah, short round from uh Temple of Doom, data from the Goonies. He is in this and he is f- adorable. I just want to <laughs> shrink him, put him in my pocket. <laughs> and he's just oh my goodness, but not only is he adorable, he his performance is freaking amazing. So he plays the husband of Michelle Yeoh's character, Evelyn, and, you know, they run this laundromat, and they're being audited by the IRS, yep. and, you know, the things are happening with them, and they're... Waymond is short rounds' uh, name in this film, so um, he's he, he has divorce papers. You know, he's he's like, and he's like the nicest guy, but he just he's not getting what he needs from Evelyn anymore. Um, well, she's so kind of
1: the worst, right? I, <laughs> and I, right. I don't know. Okay, so Michelle Yeoh's uh, great. I think I need to say that, although. I feel like I see her. I I feel like I see her doing the same things in almost everything I see her in. Um, do you have a sense of that or no? Yeah, I feel like I see her uh, I mean, well,
0: like a lot. I mean, well, well C- Crazy Rich a- No, not Crazy Rich Asians. Was she in that? I don't, I don't know, know. I didn't see
1: it. <laughs> uh, although I might have been ruined by. She was in um, Star Trek Discovery, and oh, okay, yeah. Uh, she was in The Witcher Blood Origin. Although I will say she's very funny. She has a very natural, yeah, comedic uh, talent. So she's great, and yeah, she's in, in Crazy
0: Rich Asians.
1: Phew. I just kind of feel like, um, maybe the the pool of she's very good, but the pool of actresses that we can have in these roles, it feels like, oh, it's yeah, Michelle Yeoh. uh oh, we need, you know, ah, oh,
0: Michelle Yeoh. I don't, it, maybe, yeah, I don't know if I'm making sense of what I'm saying, but no, no, I, I I get what you're saying, but I I think it's it's purposeful you know, it's intended for her character to be sort of unlikable at first. Like this, just, yeah, you know, I'd agree with that. Just like, uh, oh, I don't like my husband. My daughter is a mess and her daughter, you know, is trying to be accepted. It's, you know, we find out she has a girlfriend, so she's a lesbian and that's a whole thing with Chinese culture, you know, it, cause her grandpa's going to be coming. Yeah. And, James Hong from Big yes. Trouble, little
1: China <laughs> and,
0: Seinfeld <laughs> For oh, Cartwright! Cartwright.
1: <laughs> That's great to see him. Um, yeah. Definitely. So in the beginning of the movie, there's like this, I guess what I would call it, manufactured confusion. Um Yeah. So what do you? What did you think of
0: that? I was a
1: little put off by it.
0: Well, yeah. There's just there's so much going on, you know. But it doesn't right it have to. This is a choice by the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I I think it's just a way to show just how their life is right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's just like everything, everywhere, all at <laughs> all at once. You know, I think that's the title does you know play play into that. Like everything's happening. Like oh my god, we got uh, the. the- her birthday or is it her father's birthday party or, or something? Um, and then, you know, they're being audited and then he has papers for a divorce. Wayman does. And, you know, uh, it's a little do-
1: surprising. You wouldn't think that this, he, cause he seems to be below her in the relationship hierarchy and Wayman. Yeah. And yeah, like the family hierarchy, you wouldn't expect him to be the one producing
0: the papers, would you? yeah exactly and that's it kind of ties into the whole um you know he's not the alpha male but
1: he 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 he's not dumb
0: just because you're not the alpha male doesn't mean you're not dumb you're not you know you you know you deserve better yeah you know so it's uh i love the you know themes of that um but uh but yeah i mean essentially they have to go to the IRS office and who's the IRS agent is Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah. What are, What are your thoughts on her in this uh, movie or just in
1: general? I like her. I thought, um, oh, she, I mean, she's a great actress. Although I thought the use of her kind of as like the, the villain in the early versions of the multiverse, I didn't really love that. Um, but I got it, which is like, okay. So if there is going to be a multiverse, you would make sense where it's almost like going kind to of be like a nightmare scenario version of your real life where this yeah. person is not just a bureaucrat.
0: They're like a villain. Um, so I, I like that. Um, yeah, you, you, you sort of need that at first, yeah. but then the, <laughs> so it's it's not, uh, really... yeah, there's not really, uh, explanation why there's all of a sudden a multiverse and why she's all of a sudden i mean obviously it's all a metaphor uh you know i'm sure but right in the movie there's no real explanation of why Wayman alpha waymond is what they call him comes and like says like oh you need to save you know us from their daughter uh joy um right and
1: that's where uh, again it was just more like forced confusion because yeah they pick a point where he the movie is choosing to put him in the elevator to explain it to her um and then when she's at the office when people are asking her questions we're going back and forth and i don't it's it's okay that i don't know why i was just feeling I, 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 i don't know how to explain it. i was just I didn't like it. It made me feel comfortable. <laughs>
0: like what? Just, just like how they introduced it?
1: Yeah, I didn't. Well, I liked in the elevator. But what am I trying to say? I didn't need an explanation for why. I just knew that he was there. That's fine. Um, I just I, I, when she's sitting there in the in the cubicle, I didn't like that because. You're just irritating me because you're getting a message from someone and then someone's talking to you, and you have to you have to jump out in between from what's going inside your head to what's happening in the real world. Um and I, I just didn't, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't like that technique.
0: Yeah. That wasn't explained very well, but at the same time, like the overall of everything happening was Coherent to me, like, yeah, it was. They, yeah, I think definitely. they did a very good job of you know, not making it over complicated or anything. Like, they no, it's not. He like jumps whole, in and says, Here, Yeah, here's,
1: the, here's, here's what's happening, yeah. and there you go. You put on these earbuds or whatever, and I like that. I, I yeah. really like it. I don't need yeah. to know why he's there, but we yeah. find that a little bit later, but he's there. Okay, cool. What's happening?
0: <laughs> yeah, it. and we essentially learn that it's their daughter. Uh, Joy, which I think it's her villain name is like Jo Joe Boo.
1: Yeah, uh, it's... Uh, Stephanie Shu, who I thought was yeah, Stephanie Shu. Oh man, yeah.
0: I loved her performance. <laughs> yeah, no, she was great. Yeah, she was hilarious. Well, and that's the thing too. This movie's hilarious. To like, it's a whole, you know.
1: So here's here's my maybe my contrast between Stephanie Shu and Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh feels like one note with her yeah. bitchiness, for lack of a better word. Stephanie Shu, I, I I kind of like watching her relish in her bitchiness or assholeriness or whatever. So in a way, I think Stephanie Shu does a better job than Michelle Yeoh. Feels like Michelle Yeoh is always just like, blah, 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 blah. And she's just like, shoots at you sarcastically and then moves on. Um, but there's not a lot of nuance into it until we get later into the film.
0: Right, yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Like, I think her arc by the end... It 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 helps you know it it, it helps you know bring it bring yeah. it all home. Stephanie uh, she is just
1: like re- she's relishing in this role like she's a sixty year old actress who's she's like she's Meryl Streep in this movie almost right, like yeah. the way
0: she's just so comfortable to do what she wants you know. And so, you, so yeah, the the joy character they basically were kind of testing her in the alpha verse, I guess. Like, and she was <laughs> able to tap into all the other universes and essentially became the villain. And she's trying to destroy everything, right? Uh,
1: because in the real, in the real verse, um, the real verse, I, I guess like that. <laughs> yeah, I guess as you said, it, it, these are all metaphors, right? Yeah. And so, what, what do we have? We have the Michelle Evelyn Michelle Yeoh character. She's kind of an overbearing uh, mom. There's a strained relationship between her and Stephanie Chu Joy slash Joy. Yeah. As we mentioned, um, she's a lesbian. She's not kind of living up to expectations. And this is the what this really is is just one giant what not teenage but early adult rebellion, right? This is yeah. essentially what the movie. is. Yeah. <laughs> Rit large that could destroy everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, and then naturally you're gonna go and fight with dildos, and you know, stab stab people with dildos. And yeah, the butt
1: plug awards, yeah. those are good. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think of that? Did you laugh? I, I didn't laugh. I mean, it,
0: yeah, it it was a little just like uh, yeah, uh shock value, you know, type of thing. But is this that, shocking that though? I mean, I it's put it's not two of those shocking. In my- Yeah, sorry it's it's their style (laughs) like if you saw a swiss army man like it's just it's just their style they they gotta you know (laughs) they're they're gonna funny though to me but yeah i hot dog fingers i'm not laughing there's points where I'm laughing. Okay. Uh, Just especially towards the end when they're just like sticking them in each other's mouths. And it's just because it's at a very emotional moment of the film. And then they add that to it. And it's just like, it's just, that's kind of what they did with Swiss Army, man. They just, I don't know. It's just like you bring out the absurdity of life. Like no matter, like you go through the worst time in your life you know just speaking generally and but like the absurdity of life too just you gotta find humor in that like you know it's just yeah. uh, i guess that's kind of how i took from it but yeah i mean the the, the dildos and the butt plugs yeah i could have i could have done without but at the same time you know i know it's just it's I don't their think style it, i don't think it, it if
1: anything to me it's a negative I'm not that i'm opposed yeah, to any of understandable. those understandable yeah i'm just i'm watching and i'm like you're such eh. a
0: prude bro
1: what it's it's yeah. like i don't i don't want to be the guy that goes hey that's a butt plug you know and i feel like <laughs> there's a lot of those well, yeah. there's a certain kind of person that laughs at it N- not in the way you gave a much better explanation than i imagined people just chuckling i, I think it's a, it's a cheap laugh and, and cheap for its or, or not yeah. maybe i'm wrong maybe most no no uh, yeah
0: th- there is i mean not every single thing i think had a d- deeper meaning like <laughs> no. uh, actually him falling on the butt plug meant that <laughs> that's you like... know these henchmen are <laughs> screwed you yeah. know just uh, to me that's a
1: really weird a weird gag that will somehow not people will overlook it because they'll just say oh that's just cuz it's just a butt plug in the guy's ass ha, ha ha where if it was a different gag you'd be like oh this is just bad
0: movie making right yeah that makes sense no i i totally get that yeah. um so yeah i mean that that whole yeah i, I'm, <laughs> I could do without um, <laughs> okay thank for you for sure that, that that yes i agree with you let's talk um, about
1: um uh, fanny pack ninja fights cuz and this is where where where, where, um, where Wayman whatever would what you say Alpha Wayman?
0: Yeah,
1: uh, they're trying to get the IRS office. I absolutely love this fight scene. It was one of the best fight scenes I've seen in such a long time. Um Not that I watched a ton of like that kind of action, kung fu, right. whatever kind of films. Which whenever I come across them, I like them. But um I, <laughs> who knew a fanny pack could kick so much ass? In? <laughs>
0: Seriously, and to see Short Round do it like it's I don't know if you've uh, and you're again, it's a theme of the show. You're not into awards, but I don't know if you watched his speech uh, when he won Best Supporting Actor at the Golden Globes, like just to see him short round uh, Ki Hui Kwan do it is just fun and it's just like I did I, I was trying getting to his redemption like because he, yeah. he fell out of Hollywood he, he he was behind the scenes he did like stunt coordination yeah. and like stunt uh behind the scenes stuff but like acting wise like Asian Americans let's face it as much as we you know are like you know oh you got to be woke and all this but at the same time like they're Asians don't have many parts you know that's a fact, you know, that's there, So he kind of felt a lot of acting, and just to see him come back and kind of be a badass in that moment was was cool to me. Um, I loved it, I, especially with a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's the perfect thing, it really is. Just it's, and that's kind of what it, it, it's so unexpected, right? Yeah, and then to be used, oh, well, like, yeah, if I actually. If I, you know, maybe if I fill this fanny pack with rocks, this could be really dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and the choreography was perfect. Um, I love for, fight choreography. I hate dance choreography. So anytime I can get fight choreography, yeah, I love it. That's when you, you know, know I you heard, heard the, I, I saw his speech and maybe, I, I don't know why I feel like I was maybe saving this um, for later, but. Um, I heard, okay, so we're a member of the Central Florida Critics Association. Is that the mm-hmm. name
0: of it? <laughs> uh, we had to Critics, pick our awards. Critics and- Association of Central Florida.
1: Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I hadn't seen this film yet when it was time to vote and I know there was a lot of a lot of buzz for him for him and my being Dave, my natural inclina- inclination is well, if a lot of people like one thing, then of course I need to not like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. naturally. And they're like, yeah, you know, I love short round, whatever. I saw, he completely won me over in this film. Yeah. I mean 100 percent Well, because he plays three different parts, yeah. Essentially. He, like he does them so well. Yeah. And um, which we'll get to the what I think is his best part is which is coming up later, which when when he's the tycoon billionaire, he is so cool and so smooth <laughs> in this role um and when, when i was watching it because I, te- I watched this with my wife and i said that's the that's sh- that's short round essentially she goes wow he's the same <laughs> and i go yeah <laughs> he's kind of the same yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's um, the same guy <laughs> i mean
0: yeah because i even a speech like yeah it's just like and i love how he brought up steven spielberg because mm-hmm. you know temple of doom is when you know he got a start and everything he, like that was awesome
1: yeah He just has a quality. Yeah. He's so likable. And maybe it's a shame that for whatever reason, well, I mean he was doing he was still doing stuff, whatever. Um, he's great. I absolutely love him. It's just you see him on the screen and you nothing he's changed from his whatever quality that is that he has. He's a great actor. Uh whatever he gets so again, as I was maybe a little jaded and skeptical whatever he wins, he deserves whatever. Uh, Just. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I can't, I can't say it more. How great he is. There's the introduction of the everything bagel, the black hole, uh, that is essentially what joy is trying to, uh, bring Evelyn into to kind of end it all. It's kind of like just that black void. um, and it's, uh, sort of a juxtaposition to the googly eyes in the film. So you have the, uh, black hole, which is the everything bagels black with a white center. And then you have the googly eyes, uh, with, uh, that Wayman's putting on everything. Um, I don't know if you've looked into much of this or thought of much of this, but, uh, it's, uh, I guess I should maybe wait to bring that up. Eh, whatever. Nah, go for it. Um, I mean, what
1: I I'll be honest. I um, are you still there? Yeah,
0: I'm here. I'm here. Yep, I'm here. Okay. I um I kind of watched it and just
1: I listened and didn't didn't uh or how do I wanna say it? So I watched it and I wasn't skeptical. I didn't see much more into it than what it was i just kind of accepted it uncritically yeah. i don't know why normally i'd be like what the hell is this um and i saw it as just as an as an everything bagel and as a black hole i didn't i don't think i caught the google guys is there a
0: theory on what this might be i just kind of uh, I thought well, it as, i mean we'll so the yeah the everything bagel is just kind of what everything goes into and it's just hollow. It's a, a black hole. Is just yeah because Joy you know, said she went into in it and yeah yeah she yeah she goes into it and just everything's done everything's gone. You know yeah. no life, not nothing. Um, right. But when th- when Wayman's putting googly eyes on everything, it brings them to life. You know the dryer he puts it on. He puts it on like a big ball of laundry or something you know just
1: i knew it was telling me something and i just i didn't know what it was so i just yeah i, I, so... I, I don't know I, I wish i had a better answer I it, feel like it
0: just it just goes to show just you know his you know viewpoint of life and and just uh you know what what joy going through which is sort of like a d- d- depression and just trying to find herself and you know and it's uh yeah, it's it, it it's interesting because I mean you have the um different iterations of what each person could have been which we alluded to like we uh or what they were in these different universes we have uh Evelyn is a movie star uh I think an opera star she like knows kung fu and stuff and um, and it all stems from her decision when they were back in China to either to
1: go with Wayman or not, right? Mm-hmm. That seems to be the the pivotal point.
0: Yeah, and um, well, yeah, because I think her father didn't want her to go with Wayman because he got that whole that whole thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, as we were alluding to, when he's like this su- successful guy, they get in the conversation, and it's just um he's always the one trying to just keep the peace and yeah. find find the good in everything mm-hmm. you know it's not about fighting and yet that great moment when he's just like we gotta be kind to each other we gotta be you know we we gotta you know just stop fighting stop fighting and be kind and then in that kind of same scene that's when he's telling the evelyn who's successful like you know uh me being uh not passive or uh, now what does he say something about me me me, be me being passive or you know, wanting to find the good in people isn't me being naive. Yeah, That's or how, weak. Yeah, yeah, or weak. That's how I fight. Yeah, is by <laughs> yeah. finding the good. Yeah. You know, and and you know him. It's then, not. Then, it's
1: not any easier. In other words, to try to be that person, right? Right. It's, yeah. It, if anything, it's easier to lash out in anger. Right. Yeah. Rather than to be the patient person who tries to like solve a problem for a multitude of parties. Uh, I thought it was incredibly well, well written and well and well delivered line. Uh, It's kind of, it's kind of in a lot of ways, my way of living to be honest. I think I'm, I I feel like I'm a peacemaker. I feel like I kind of am that person. Um, You know, I'll, I'll I'll get angry when needed, but for the most part, I'm just trying to help everyone get along and move on without major fallout. You know, Uh, and and, and it's like you know you could be Evelyn and just piss on everybody that doesn't make you any that that doesn't make you any better well one you're miserable right (laughs) and there there is another path to strength Um, yeah I I I found that so moving Um, it's just brilliant,
0: brilliant absolutely oh there's the quote you think because I'm kind that it means I'm naive and maybe I am. It's strategic and necessary. This is how I fight. And yeah, that can be harder. Like you said, that can be way harder than lashing out. It, it is. It's it's harder to have self control and just to be calm than it is to just let your emotions just ah yep. f yep. you you know all this. So it's another it's, just, it's
1: another version of strength. Um, yeah,
0: and the beautiful. Uh, another beautiful line is just him saying, like, you know, uh even though you have broken my heart yet again, I wanted to say in another life, I would have really liked just doing laundry and taxes <laughs> with you like that's just so uh, brilliant like it's such a great, great line. It's just like the little things like that i I would have been happy just doing that. It's not about. You know, just fame and fortune and all this. Like, I want you. I want you. I don't care about this other stuff. And 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 it just goes to show. Just you know, we see him as weak this whole time, kind of. But he's not weak. He's just he's being strong for the family by being kind and being, you know, just trying to non-confrontational. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, what I love so much about that last bit um, about you know I'd love to just do laundry with you is we see so many so many other versions you know the the main version of the character and 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 like you said we we think of him as weak and now the, the movie's kind of showing us in ways that aren't and then we get this performance of this other version who we again, I think it's really kind of the same, fundamentally the same person, but just in a different circumstance. And he's so, he, the, the the lighting, he's just kind of leaning up. There. I guess, I feels like they're in an alley or something, and he's kind of yeah. on, he's on like a doorway or something, and he's got the glasses, and, and feel, I don't think he was smoking a cigarette, but it seemed like he was kind of a thing. No, he just, was.
0: He was, okay. actually, yeah.
1: So he's just so smooth and calm about it. There's a sense of Surety and confidence, um, and that portrayal, which I think is you know so good for the performance, but but it tells something that needs to be said, um, just from a different way. We know that, that I think Michelle Yeoh is or Evelyn is she's she, she's bouncing in and out, so then it then as she hears it, she's it's almost like, um, you know, when when you come across someone who tells you the same thing that you've heard a million times, but they say it in a slightly different way or it comes across from just a slightly different perspective that maybe disarms you, you know, that's, that's kind of what it is. She's getting, Oh, this is the man I love, you know, kind of a thing. This is the, that's okay. I I get it now. Kind of a thing, you know, where you get almost smacked upside the head by reality or what could be uh, just told in a slightly different way. Cause it, it feels like she was always just kind of dismissing him and looking down on him. Right now. Now I see another version of this man and, Oh, that's the man I love, you know, in, in, in his essence, not like where we are in this point, but right. That's the man that's in, you know, all the stuff about the, the prior quotes. Um, yeah. So to me, I thought it was
0: incredibly powerful. Um, love is so much. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, cause he, and then you have joy. Who's, kind of resorted to the nihilism nothing matters you know that that seems like the joker like (laughs) really yeah and that's where the everything bagel comes in like it's just like nothing matters like let's just go into the void end it all like nothing matters and but after um Wayman gave that whole speech of, I would have just loved doing taxes and laundry with you. Like that's when she says, you know, that's when she puts on that googly eye on her forehead. Right, right. And that means like bringing life and joy and just everything. Like, and then she, you know, has people do things that will make them happy instead of fighting. Like even the, <laughs> rac raccoon coo raccoon tui <laughs> like <laughs> he's losing uh, his raccoon and she, yeah. so she like saves it like another ridiculous ridiculous part of the film but so just like like you have this emotion of him saying about the taxes and laundry but then this then you're laughing at the next moment and it's just uh yeah but uh but yeah i mean then the nihilism with joy you know that has to be brought that has to be solved and the way they do it you know in the real world you know she's about to leave in her car and she's just like just let me go just let me go and finally you know Evelyn is just like first of all yeah I do hate your tattoos I do hate that you're doing this like you know she tells her yes but I still love you like I still you know, it's, it, yeah. uh, yeah, it just, you got to yeah. show it. You got, sometimes you just yeah. got to say it. Yeah. You got to say as it. As it
1: sounds. Cause you know, we forget or we just don't feel it, you know? Yeah. And so you just, yeah. it's, it's like, it's hard, but it's not that hard. Right. You know? And kind of a thing And if you don't, it's like anything, if you don't keep up with it, it will, it will die or, or turn against you.
0: <laughs> yeah well it, it's uh, yeah cause uh, Evelyn you know kind of lets her daughter go into the car and then she says like that even if she could be anywhere else even when nothing makes sense she would always want to be with joy yeah. you know like w- no matter the crappy things that are going on in our life I still want to be with you but if you want to go go Um, and yeah, it's just super, just powerful and emotional and, um, and
1: it was letting go of not just, um, it was letting go of everything. It was letting go of expectations. It was letting go of that feeling where you make them, the kid feel guilty about who they are. It was, it was a lot of stuff. Um, it was, it it was a complete letting go, but also reassurance. yeah
0: and it wasn't just like the typical like okay i accept you for who you are i love you no it was more than that. no i'm gonna be mad about this i'm gonna be but at the same time like i still love you i still you know would want you to be here i don't want you to go but if that's what you want that's what you got to do
1: yeah Um, and of course that mirrors that really mirrors the scene in the very beginning of the movie where she drives off um and yeah, it's there, there's a lot of one thing I'll say there's a lot of for all the nonsense and absurdities in the movie. and as you said, it really is just one big metaphor, but there's a lot of a lot of truth to this yeah, film. absolutely. Um, that's I think it's best quality, more than the effects. Um, there's there's real truth in this film, and I think that's what yeah.
0: resonated with audiences um, from the beginning. And one, one, one last thing about the ending, you know, she said, like, you know, the whole time Joy's saying, like, nothing matters, like this whole nihilistic, you know, attitude and nothing matters. And then, you know, finally, Evelyn and Joy have that heart to heart we've been alluding to. And it just, <laughs> you know, they're hugging and, like, uh, Joy says something like, this is so awkward and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and then but like evelyn says like it doesn't matter nothing matters like but yeah nothing matters but let's at the same look time at, look at Wayman's point of view of it right if nothing matters why can't we be happy peaceful it's i don't know this movie is what it's really it is so is, much
1: it, what it's really when she says nothing matters what she's really saying is all that matters is me and you right
0: now Right. Yeah. That's what she's yeah. saying. And nothing then, else matters. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not that like it's not a complete nihilism, but right. This me and you. Um and by and also just before that when Evelyn goes nuts and is getting arrested and Wayne mm-hmm. is putting out all those fires and it makes her kind of realize like the kind of guy that he really is. He's been kind of putting out fires in their life. For all these years you know it's just exacerbated when she has a freak out and breaks the glass and the cops are coming um and getting arrested but that's the kind of guy that that he is and who he's been it's just ex- and everything is just like exaggerated right it's but right. to this point um uh, yeah
0: yeah and he's still able to make amends with jamie lee curtis the irs agent (laughs) you know like saying all right she's going to give us another chance like after all that happened like so it just goes to show like even if you're a beta male that doesn't (laughs) it doesn't mean you're weak it doesn't it doesn't mean (laughs) mean (laughs) uh, we're not weak okay we're not weak (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't, you can't get it I, can't,
1: I, can't, I don't know where to go there even if you're yeah. a beta male bail, you can make a difference what are you trying to say here I got to screw that shit just just love
0: your family. Yes, exactly. Me, beta, alpha. I don't care what you are. Who, just who be, a, a be kind. About yeah, d- d- like Wayman says. Let's can't we all just be kind? Be kind. Be kind. Get along. Why do we got to fight? Take like, care of the people. Beta, love. alpha, whatever. Screw love you. everybody. Screw, Screw take you, care Andrew, your your Uh
1: Yeah, that fuck that shit. Uh, yeah, there. No, just be a good everybody.
0: person. Yeah, big First. Everybody love everybody. God damn it. <laughs> what is it. ELE. Everybody love everybody. Yeah. Um but so, uh so is this gonna win Best Picture, Ben? Um I I think I don't know. It's got a shot? Yeah. It's again, it's between this Fableman's and uh this Fablemans and Banshees, <sighs> I'm I'm gonna say yes. This is going to win Best Picture. It's going to win Best. It's not gonna win screenplay and director. I think it'll win. I think it'll win director and picture. I think screenplay will original go. screenplay. Yeah. Yeah, I think screenplay will go to. <sighs> I mean, I I, I want to say Banshees, but just because it's Spielberg, I want to say it's going to be Spielberg just because
1: you're a little, you were a little non plus by that film.
0: Yes, but I was nicer to it as time went on. I saw it again. It was good. No, I didn't see it again, but I sat with it more and thought about it. It made made my top 10 of 2022. Uh, (laughs) You can listen to that episode yeah uh if this movie doesn't win best picture what else would it win um definitely screenplay or director uh i could see it winning vfx visual effects Eh, Um, i don't see that at all
1: really well not in the
0: why i don't know i don't know i guess but this is not maverick or avatar level no no you're right you're right it's not gonna win vfx with Avatar uh, being it. So if it doesn't win best picture, it's going to win either screenplay or director. Um, it's going to win best supporting actor uh, for uh short round. And Michelle, yo definitely has a chance at best actress. So there you Great. go.
1: I really liked it. <laughs> I, I, again, my main thing is this movie was truth. It literally, like yeah. it, 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 not literally, but it, that was his best quality for all the hot dog fingers and butt plugs and dildos there was a lot of truth in this film uh,
0: and, it, and it gave a great sentence you never thought you'd say
1: <laughs> i know in the <laughs> end a very a very wholesome message
0: yeah definitely yeah, uh, you know it, we can succumb to nihilism we can succumb to despair like first reformed it kind of made me think of a little you know we can, wow, I love that movie. we can succumb to the despair of it or I was we can, one of
1: the uh, you know, uh, we were yeah. one of 200 people that saw that movie
0: <laughs> I know so sad yeah that that put you know Ethan Hawk more on the map for me and just i love Ethan Hawk so wow, what a yeah. movie. good good stuff all right Dave uh, mm. let's get, make this episode under an hour we're at 55 so nice let's do um it. love it uh, you can find us at blockbuster cast on Twitter blockbuster mentality on Instagram blockbuster mentality.com where you can find our latest episodes Dave is at Dave underscore quiz. I am at BC chord Any other thoughts, Dave? Well, do we need to give a rating? Yes, give a rating, please.
1: (laughs) All right, for stars, I'm going to go... It's not a five-star movie. I'll go four. Buckets of Popcorn is tough because uh, the visuals were dazzling. But for two hours, 19 minutes, I think we could have done this in about a half hour or less. Um, Particularly when the movie kind of felt like we got to a resolution of the film um much earlier than it ended kind of knew where it was going and yeah. where where it ended up being and so i think we could have cut this thing at i would say 20 minutes to be fair um so i'll say 3
0: uh, three buckets of popcorn so, so 4 and four,
1: three. 4 and
0: 3 okay um yeah i'm right there with you with stars i think four stars uh just amazing themes great metaphors amazing acting um especially by short round he's so good <laughs> i, God- I can't believe so... the hype was real Seriously. i really can't that's like, my biggest like, like, of- again <laughs> the the different characters he played like he played like the <laughs> passive you know uh guy and then he played the alpha one and then he played the successful like billionaire guy it's like just it was just awesome amazing <laughs> so um awesome. so yeah four stars and uh I- i'll give it four buckets of popcorn i i was entertained like crazy with this film so um four 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 and four excellent cool all right see you <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, we got more. All right, then we uh, this is
1: the blockbuster mentality thing. We're going to check out another on in, in Instagram <laughs> and the bell and the Twitter and the, the like, check another, and then give us a Oh, me give you a five-star review on Apple Podcast.
0: You want to see us out? What do I do? Grab some popcorn. Oh, nah, I don't know what it is. Okay. All right, well, all right, <laughs> folks. Well, that is it for me.
1: I can't have for- been able to remember Ten words (laughs) I only know my part at the end
0: (laughs) For Dave I'm Ben And as always grab some popcorn Grab some snacks We'll catch you guys At the movies